0: In the Seoul Olympics in 1988, Laurence Lemview of Canada was in a sailing event and he was positioned to take the silver medal. Ahead of him, another boat capsized. Two sailors were in danger and he veered off course and rescued them. He never got his silver medal but he got a special medal from the International Olympic Committee for outstanding sportsmanship. Worldly success is not everything. Travelling the journey, running the race, in obedience to God is what pleases him. That's the message of our hymn that we sing now Five, 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 courage, friend, and do not stumble. Though your path be dark as night, there's a star to guide the humble. Trust in God and do the right. Let us praise him.
1: star to guide the humble. Trust in God and do the right. Let the road be rough and dreary and its end far out of sight. Trust in God. Trust in God. Trust in God and do Policy and cunning, perish all that fears the light, whether losing, wither winning, trust in God and do the right So. Lost in God
0: Do you not know that in a race, all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way as to get the prize. Eight years ago, Lord Coe and his team set out to win the Olympic Games for London. Just over two months ago, the Olympic torch arrived in Cornwall. And it's been carried from Land's End on a 8,000-mile journey round the British Isle. It has is, is zigzagged through every part of this country, arriving in London on Friday last. And, of course, it will arrive at the Olympic Stadium next Friday to officially open the Games. From time to time during the past ten weeks, we've seen a variety of people Jogging through towns and countryside carrying the Olympic torch. Meanwhile, of course, uh, the athletes who will be competing in the Games have largely been hidden from us. They've been going through their final phase of preparation for the Olympics. There's all the difference in the world between those who carry the torch and those who compete in the Games. Most of those carrying the torch, jogged along, steadily smiling at the crowds and enjoying the experience, not pushing themselves too hard. But of course, the athletes have a very different attitude. The athletes, when they run, hardly look at anyone. We're going to see that very soon. The the determination is on their faces, they're focused on what they want to achieve. They put everything into achieving their goal. Do you not know that in a race all the runners run but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way as to get the prize, Paul writes. That's a text that wasn't designed for athletes, of course. He was writing to Christians, Christians in Corinth, about how to live the Christian life. And the Apostle Paul compares the Christian life to a race. And time and time again, he, he challenges those first Christians about how they're running that race. And when we think of our own lives, and how we're living today, many of us live lives more like joggers rather than those who've entered for a race. We go along at our own pace We've nothing much in mind anymore to achieve or accomplish. We're not really aiming at anything. We're not willing to push ourselves too hard and so we achieve little. I don't know if that's how you live. Run in such a way as to win the prize. There'll be no prize for many of us because we're not really trying to achieve anything. Perhaps we need to take time to ask ourselves, to ask God, what should we be aiming at in life, at this stage in our lives? Have we got any objective, however humble, however small it might be? Life could be more satisfying and successful if instead of drifting and jogging along, we were running in such a way as to win the prize the first thing Paul says to us about the Christian life is this don't just jog but how do we do it how do we find that focused life that God wants us to have if you look in your Bibles at 1 Corinthians 9 verse 25 you get there uh, what Paul suggests That we should do. He says, every athlete in training submits to strict discipline in order to be crowned with a wreath that will not last. But we do it for one that will last forever. Every athlete in training submits to strict discipline. There's a discipline involved in being the type of person that God wants us to be. No pain, no gain is what we say. Here's what Paul says about himself. I harden my body with blows. I bring it under complete control to keep myself from being disqualified after having called others to the contest. Discipline is needed to achieve anything of worth. And we can only marvel at the discipline of those athletes who we'll be seeing on television. Their achievements are the result of hours of practice, seven days a week, month after month, year after year. The degree of self-discipline, strict discipline, self-sacrifice is unbelievable. And we should be taking our hats off to anyone who qualifies to take part in the Olympics. Not just those who win the medals. This of course is the parallel that we should be drawing for our own lives. If we're to live the life God wants us to we need to be disciplined as well. We need to train ourselves to hear God's instructions. That's why we need to be regular at worship here. That's why we need to read the Bible, why we need to be disciplined about prayer. Of course we need to be disciplined in our giving, disciplined in how we speak, disciplined in every aspect of our lives. Every athlete in training submits to strict discipline. Is there much discipline in our lives? Don't just jog Be disciplined. In the modern Olympics, all the races are not on the athletic track. One of the things I'll enjoy watching will be the swimming events. The great variety of different races, different lengths of race, different types of race. I always enjoy the medley races, breaststroke, backstroke, butterfly, freestyle, person who does well in one type of stroke doesn't always do so well in another. I like to think, think sometimes that life is a bit like a swimming gala. There are different kinds of races and we're not all entered in the same race. Some of us are entered in a race that keeps us at one thing all our days we live in one place we belong to one church we do one job for others life is like a medley race we don't just do one job we change and change and change again where we live may have to change our situation changes but for all of us whether we change or whether we stay in the one thing and in the one place life can be, cha- be compared to a medley race one of the most emotional moments at the Sydney Olympics in 2000 was when the Olympic torch was carried into the stadium. 125,000 people in the crowd suddenly roared their approval as a frail old woman in a wheelchair appeared, carrying the torch. 44 years earlier, as an 18-year-old sprinter. Betty Cuthbert had been the darling of Australia. She'd won gold in the 100 metres, 200 metres and in the 100 metre relay. But the next leg of her life wasn't so good. She had a hamstring injury. She had to withdraw from the Rome Olympics in 1960. But she got up and got going again. And in Tokyo in 1964, she ran the the 400 metres when it was open to women for the first time and she won the gold. Then, five years later, she was diagnosed as having multiple sclerosis. What did she do? She used her fame as one of Australia's most outstanding athletes to campaign for help for MS sufferers throughout Australia. She raised funds to build a $7 million centre near Melbourne for the help of such people. And she described her life after the fame of Melbourne and Tokyo and after developing MS as a life that was better than athletics and bigger than athletics. Hers was a medley race. Some legs of the, light of the race were good and some were bad. Some you would have chosen and some you would have not. But she kept on going, whatever the circumstances. She was honored by carrying in the torch at the Olympics in her own country. Our life can be like that. Some legs in the race are easy. (coughs) Some we like. Some others are difficult. We'd rather not be on that section of the race. Let's keep on going and find God's purpose in whatever leg of the race we're in. Derek Redmond of Great Britain took his place in lane five for the start of the 400 metres semi-final in the 1992 Olympic Games in Barcelona. He thought, as he was warming up there, of all the time and the money and the care his father had given him through the years and especially as he battled with a series of injuries during the previous four years. Back in 1988, in Seoul, Derek Redmond had had the heartbreak of having to withdraw from his heat just minutes before the race began. After that, he'd undergone five operations, mostly on his Achilles tendon. But here he was fit and well in Barcelona with every chance of making the Olympic final. He got a good start. All was going well. And then... 150 yards into the race, he felt a pop. He'd torn his right hamstring. He collapsed on the track in pain. Stretcher bearers ran out to help him. He pushed them away. He was determined to carry on, and he desperately got to his feet and hobbled and hobbled along. Derek Redmond's father, Jim, saw what was happening. He vaulted over the barrier. He ran to his son and said, you don't have to do this, you don't have to do this. Derek said, look, I'm going to finish. And on he hobbled. Okay, his father Jim said, we've started this together. So we'll finish it together. And he put his arm round his son's shoulder and helped him forward, Derek sobbing as they went. Jim let go of his son just a few paces before the finishing line so he could cross on his own. And the crowd of 65,000 stood and applauded Derek Redmond home. As we strive to run the race and finish the course, there's one who places his arms around us, especially when things are hard or when things don't go well he says to us we started this together so we'll finish it together underneath and all around us are the everlasting arms not taking away every problem and pain but supporting us and bringing us through and as we seek to cross the finishing line we run with determination but we don't run alone The God who made us is with us. The Christ who saved us supports us. The Spirit of God gives us hope. And so trusting in God, we too can face the future with confidence. Now most of us, none of us are entered for the Olympics. But we are all entered for that race of life. Run. Don't jog. Be disciplined. Keep on going. You're not alone. Run in such a way as to win the prize. Let's pray. Living God, go with us on our journey of discipleship. Grant us faith to follow where you lead, whatever the circumstances. Give us courage to face the unknown. And grant us grace to run the race of life with humility and determination until our journey's end. And all of this we ask in the name of Jesus Christ, our Saviour. Amen.